0: I don't often talk about my personal life on this channel, but it seems to me that many of you are interested in this, many of you have left comments or sent me emails asking more about my personal experience of retroactive jealousy. And as I record this video right now in the year 2023, this year marks over 10 years that I've considered myself a retroactive jealousy survivor. Today retroactive jealousy is a thing of the past, it's not an issue in my life anymore, And in today's video, I want to share five reasons, or at least five potential reasons, why. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, as I just said, (laughs) I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy and overcome obsessive jealousy in their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, or you'd just like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. All right, I will jump right into it. Today I'm going to talk about five reasons why I no longer struggle with retroactive jealousy. Number one is a commitment to my own personal mission. Now you may be thinking, what the hell does that have to do with retroactive jealousy? I think for many retroactive jealousy sufferers, not all, but I think for many, particularly men, I would say, retroactive jealousy is at least partially a byproduct of not being busy enough. Or at the very least, not having meaningful, personally meaningful goals, uh, personally meaningful big ambitions, not having a sense of mission or purpose as a man beyond your relationship. When you make your woman your world, you will suffer. I think any man watching this would do well to kind of incorporate that lesson into their psyche. You cannot make your woman your world. And I think in my earlier years, I was guilty of this. Especially in my very early 20s, this was a huge problem for me. I'm a natural romantic, I love dating, I love women, I'm a very romantic soul and I give myself and my relationships a lot of precedence in my life. But doing that too much to the exclusion of other areas of life or to the exclusion of investing in other relationships, or investing in professional projects like what I'm doing right now. When you make your woman your world, you suffer and your odds of struggling with retroactive jealousy increase. This has not been a problem for me for many years now. I have a very clear and very meaningful and very energizing personal mission as a man that involves my family life, that involves my creative goals, that involves my work that I'm doing right now, that involves many different areas of my life. Frankly, I don't think I have the time and I certainly have zero interest in struggling with retroactive jealousy and I think this is one of the reasons why it's just not an issue for me at all in my personal life. Reason number two is realism over idealism. I think in my earlier years, I was somewhat idealistic, maybe even a little naive about love about relationships about women perhaps about sex about dating and i think i had somewhat of an idealistic view on relationships i thought that things had to be perfect and my partner's past had to be perfect and i had to be perfect and our love had to be perfect and i was really struggling with this very naive idealism this perfectionism that got me nowhere in my relationships, and that absolutely contributed to retroactive jealousy. Some people try to replace their idealism with cynicism or pessimism. They go from being totally idealistic to totally pessimistic. And I think that's equally stupid. I think that's equally ludicrous. I choose realism. And my version of realism when it comes to sex, dating, relationships, is that everyone is imperfect. Everyone is gloriously imperfect, myself included. There's no such thing as a perfect woman (laughs) for me out there. There's no such thing as a perfect partner for anyone. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. Needless to say, perfection does not exist. There's no such thing. And as I often say, you will drive yourself and others absolutely crazy if you go looking for perfection. It doesn't exist and I, I'm a lot happier since I really embraced that philosophy and my relationships have been so much better so much better since I let go of my idealism and embraced realism instead. Reason number three is I think it's safe to say that I truly reject any kind of victim mentality. I've done a lot of work on myself over the past 10 years to eliminate, wherever possible, any traces of self-pity or any inclination toward a victim mentality. I find self-pity in myself and others absolutely repellent, I abhor self-pity. I think I recorded a video recently talking about how I believe self-pity is the least useful human emotion. It serves no purpose other than to keep people stuck. And over the past decade, I've worked very hard to as much as possible exercise with an o exercise my own inclination towards self-pity. I don't have a victim mentality. Of course I have moments of, you know, occasionally feeling unmotivated or, or whatever, or even occasionally complaining, but I've really worked very hard in trying to limit that as much as possible. I choose to embrace the perspective that everything in my life is my fault, everything. I'm a free human being, I make choices, and I'm not a victim. So I think that not having any semblance of a victim mentality has been a big part of why. I no longer struggle with retroactive jealousy, and I haven't struggled with retroactive jealousy in over 10 years. Reason number four might sound kind of strange, but it's true. I think I have a new perspective and a deeper perspective on death and what's really important in life. I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but there was about a one-year period where I lost the three closest women in my life. I lost one of my best friends in the whole world, I lost my mother, and I lost my grandmother. And I'm not putting that out there to gain any kind of pity. I mean, we all have to deal with loss at some point. But I'm saying for me, that particular experience truly did change my life. I mean, it sounds cliched and corny, but it's absolutely true. That experience changed who I am as a man. That experience changed my perspective on death, needless to say. That experience changed my perspective on what's important in life and how much time I may or may not have left. And it forced me to ask the question, how do I wanna spend the rest of my time? Because now I know on a deeper level that my time will end. What is important? What do I wanna spend my time doing and working toward and thinking about? What do I wanna eliminate from my life? What kind of drama or maybe people or habits should I start letting go of? This experience, that one year period where I experienced a lot of loss really changed my relationship to myself the world, and other people. And I think after going through that experience and having that perspective, I don't think it's likely that I would ever let something like retroactive of Jealousy take over my whole mentality ever again. And finally, this is a big one, lesson number five, or reason number five why I no longer struggle with retroactive of Jealousy is crystal clarity on my personal values, my relationship goals, and my relationship red flags and deal breakers. In other words, as I often tell people on this channel, sometimes retroactive jealousy is 100% about clashing values. Sometimes there are absolutely red flags in someone's past that need to be addressed that people should think about. And when I was single, particularly in my 20s, I spent a lot of time being single and dating casually and learning about myself and what I wanted and what to avoid and what I'm okay with and what I'm absolutely not okay with and getting a real sense of my own moral compass as a man getting real clarity on my values what's important to me in a life partner what's important to me in a relationship so there's no more gray area for me i know what i'm okay with and i know what's not okay with me and if i ever met a woman if i was single again for example and i was out there dating and i met a woman and it became clear to me that we didn't share the same relationship values we didn't share the same goals i'd move on very quickly. And thus, the odds of me having any kind of rational retroactive jealousy down the line go down to pretty much zero because I would never get in one of those relationships in the first place. I know how to approach it. I know how to discover my values in an ongoing process. And thus, the fact that I have this clarity on who I am as a man, what's okay with me and what's not, brings my odds of ever potentially struggling with retroactive jealousy way down and makes it much, much, much less likely that I would ever struggle with this in the future. But if you are struggling with retroactive jealousy and you're having those questions about your partner's values, about their boundaries in the past, if you think there may be genuine red flags in your partner's past, if that sounds like you, I'd encourage you to look into my all new masterclass. It's called the Path to Peace. And I designed this brief masterclass specifically for any retroactive jealousy sufferer who has the moral questions, who has the question of values when it comes to their evaluation of their partner's past. As I often say, not every case of retroactive jealousy is about boundaries and values. Many retroactive jealousy sufferers know that just because they can't stop thinking about their partner's past does not necessarily mean their partner's past is a deal breaker. That's definitely one category of retroactive jealousy sufferers. And the path to peace is for people who have those questions. The path to peace is for any retroactive jealousy sufferer, male or female, who has genuine concerns about their partner's morals, their values, and their partner's past. If you want to get clarity on your partner's past, if you want to get peace of mind when it comes to what your partner's past really means, I hope you'll take a moment to look up my all new masterclass, The Path to Peace. If you want more information about The Path to Peace, please click a link in the description of this video. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.